I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. And we, we are, are Collateral, Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so smoke it if you've got it. And uh, if you didn't hear before, my name is Ashley Chancellor. Fun fact, I used to be known as John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. However, I had to change it after uh, all the shouting whenever I went out. I'm here with my brother, uh, Dakota Chancellor. How's it going, bro? It's going all right. Again, I, I don't like your intros. I kind of feel like I need an intro now. Might have to up the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see how this goes. Alrighty. So today is our first official episode of the season, being that uh, Fable 3 was more of our pilot. Are you excited about this upcoming season, Dakota? Oh, it's going to be fun. We have a lot of games lined up that we're really excited for. Yeah. So um, this next game being one of our... We've played it a few times, you and I both, mm -hmm. but um, it, it's a fun one and I'm excited to do it. It's Especially with the next game that's coming up after that. Yeah, that's going to be, gonna be the results of that uh, Instagram poll that we had out. So stay tuned to the end of the episode for that reveal. Uh, today, however, we're going to focus on a game in some ways is kind of similar to the game we did on our last review, our pilot episode, Fable 3. Now, uh, this game also is the third game of its franchise. And uh, it's also kind of a big change from past games of the series. In ways of that, it also has a morality system. And what game is that, Dakota? Infamous Second son. Yes. This is a game that we both came into uh, a lot more recently, but it's something that still sticks out in our minds. It's one of the first things I thought of when I was thinking, you know, games we could do for the podcast that both you and I had already done. We're going to challenge ourselves with some new games too that we've neither of us have played, but... And then we have a lot of them that, you know, only I've played or only you've played. Yeah. So, uh, the next game, uh, the Zelda game we're going to play. Yeah. I haven't played that one yet, so I'm excited for it. I need you too. Bro, you were supposed to take advantage started, of the I've break. Started. I've actually started. But <laughs> Guys, get on his ass about it. <laughs> yeah, well, Whatever. <laughs> An infamous Second Son, of course, is part of the infamous franchise. What do, what do you know about that infamous franchise? I don't know much. And that's uh, Sucker Punch Productions? Yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, I know. I remember you talking about that. I do. Yeah. We haven't really played too much else from Sucker Punch. Yeah, you told me of a couple, but I don't even remember the names, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, they're also famous for Sly Cooper. Right. Yeah, a lot of uh, PlayStation favorites like that. And uh, even Cole from Infamous was in the PlayStation version of Super Smash Brothers. All-Stars oh, Battle Royale. Oh, you know what? That's right. I remember that. Yes. Cole and Evil Cole. Uh -huh. So Infamous is a game series about a group of superhumans called conduits that suddenly emerge from the population. Kind of a superhero fantasy kind of thing, but they're not superheroes, you know, but it's like it's like superpowers. They all control a unique form of matter. Uh, in the first two games with Cole, that's electricity. But uh, Second Son, that's something wholly different, right? Yeah, it introduces a bunch of new powers. In fact, it's they talk about even more than they show like there's a point where they 
uh, talk. There's like a little audio sample, and one of the guys talks about all the tests they've done on different, you know, conduits. And there's 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 so many. There's like magnet wire paper. You know, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, in Infamous Second Son, the powers that are mo- mainly featured in the game are uh, an assortment of Delson's power absorption powers. And in the game, that's ultimately that smoke, neon, video, and concrete. So talk to me a little bit about that, Dakota. What do you what do you think about Delson and his power set? I like his ability, his empathic ability, because it's like it gives him a new purpose. It, it almost gives your character a purpose because you're like, well, now you can have all these abilities you have to do something with. Arresting my own brother over and over again. Maybe you should stop arresting your brother over and over and you over again. You think this again. is a joke? No, I is don't. Is this how you want to leave your mark on the world, huh? Now look, for all we know, we may be able to pass you through their security, you know, because you're not a normal viral terrorist. You seem to be getting the hang of your uh, new symptoms, right? <laughs> Of course, the only downside being that, uh... Nope, can't think of anything. This is pretty freaking awesome. All right, I got this whole thing figured out. We hit the town, Maybe swing by the space needle. Always wanted to see it, and then we're back home to save some lives. You do realize when we hit the town, there's a fair chance the town's gonna, you know, hit back. I like his uh, his abilities are nice. The the empathic abilities where he can take like he, so far we see four like you talked about. Um, he he's really he has a good ability with them all. He figures it out pretty quickly. Uh, smoke you you drain power cores and throughout the game and that's how you upgrade. And they it, the abilities you can do. It's like it's so the cinematography in the game is beautiful too because yeah. of it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So Delson has a very unique power set in that he can absorb any other conduit's power uh, as kind of a empath conduit, an ability absorber. So smoke is the first power he gets from Hank in the very beginning yeah. and it's kind of his uh, trademark in the, the trio that's formed between that trio of conduits. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, he gets Fet. Uh, from Fet she gets Neon Neon, which is a super cool ability. Kind of like, it gives you like a sniper feel almost when you play uh-huh. a little bit. They all have different gameplay styles. I think uh-huh. Smoke is more of a uh, combat based mm-hmm. um, has abilities that both pertain to the good and the evil yeah. comic pathways. So in the game, uh, like I said before, it has a morality system uh, and that's uh, the karma system carried over from the previous infamous games so mm-hmm. you can be good or evil there's not much in the way of neutral pathways and I don't think infamous really is representing that um, it's just the the dual pathway system mm-hmm. within the narrative and what's cool about that is that those that karma actually affects the gameplay skills that you unlock with those powers yeah so yeah like I said uh, all the powers have different feels as far as combat goes and traversal uh, like I said uh, smoke is more of a combat based power and uh, it's got a multitude of abilities that are pertaining to both the good and 
and the evil. And, uh, you know, you can you can make enemies cough. You can let them surrender. And also uh, execute. Yeah, execute. That's the evil way. Yeah. There are different buttons on the controller. And eventually, after you your morality level is, is high or low, depending if you're good or evil, uh, the option goes away. You eventually only have the option to either surrender or execute. So I think that was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat when you start using uh, going down the morality system. Yeah. And then uh, Neon. Yeah. What did you think about Neon? Uh, it was it was like a you're like a marksman. You know, you have you're it's always like the perfect shot. There's less spray, more like aim. You have to actually aim when you use it. Mm -hmm. And the ability to run up walls is really cool. That that set it apart from all the other ones, you know. Um, and you get that one from Fetch. She gives it to you in the story after you get smoke. And then after that, it's followed by video, which is given to you by Eugene. Eugene. So whereas uh, Neon has kind of more of a sniper feels the ability to slow down time mm -hmm. and, and hit enemy uh, weak points, mm -hmm. such as uh, the legs for good karma, the head for yeah. evil karma, uh, and a little bit more of even the the heavy ammo is kind of more of a, a sniper, you know, yeah. one shot kill. Uh, whereas, you know, Smoke has the Cinder Missile, which is, you know, like a missile. Yeah. So Video also has, a, has an explosive heavy ability, and that's the Bloodthirsty Blades, which home in. Yeah. Now, Video's kind of really weird. Cool. Neon, you get from like neon signs, and Video, you get literally from video screens, and oh. it's the ability to project. Uh, in this case, it kind of stems from that conduit, Eugene's mm -hmm. imagination, which is this uh, video game he plays with uh, angels and demons. Remember that? Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, there's one part in the game where the angels come out of the video screens. Yeah. You know, they're they're made of video. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, and it's kind of like a when you're good, it's like the bluish color, you know? And when you're evil, it's like an orangey color. So like it's red. really interesting. Yeah, like red. And the other abilities have that as well. The neon, you have like a, it's it's like pinkish color, like magenta. Yeah. Uh, when you're good and when you're evil, it's like red. Just yeah. red. Sort of red. Same thing with smoke. Smoke is orange and when you're evil, it's red. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They all have, they're all influenced by uh, which, which pathway you're going through. You're mm -hmm. the good of the evil, which like I said before, is pretty, pretty binary, but yeah. that's not necessarily a weakness as many people would, would claim mm -hmm. as far as uh, power set and narrative go. But about the, the video power set, uh, it's also a little bit more combat based than say Neon is, but both Neon and video are kind of your best traversal, right? Yeah. Oh, in the, when you get Neon, you're just going around the map like quickly. Yeah. You, you, you start at one side of the map and then you're on the other, and then you actually go to a different, completely different part of the map and you get video and you can just fly across the map. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, video, because you have the wings yeah. you're using the dash ability. And then also it has a few uh, like hovering type abilities. You can hover while aiming. Yeah, that's nice. And uh, it's good lift. Uh -huh. And it also has an invisibility power. Yeah, that's your smoke bomb and smoke. Mm -hmm. It's the same kind of premise. It's, it's that button that does it again. You know, it's like that second grenade. Now you've got your your grenade, your your uh, bloodthirsty blades, and then you've got your like your little second like a what do you call those? Uh, it's a special <coughs> attack, whereas or a special ability, mm -hmm. whereas the the missiles are more like heavy ammo, yeah. heavy attack. And then the last ability you get the very end of the game. It's not nearly as fleshed out, but it's also mm -hmm. the most overpowered ability, oh, yeah. which is concrete. Yeah, and you have to drain concrete from actually dead D DUP members. Right, because it all stems from the head of DUP who has the who's a conduit has the concrete ability. Now the DUP is the Department of Unified Protection, uh, which has now been formed in the aftermath of the other games. Now the Conan aren't very well acquainted with Infamous One and Two. Uh, we've never really played those, but uh, Infamous Second Son, we we are able to kind of pick up this idea that conduits are uh, ostracized from society because they're they're dangerous and they have the DOP that rounds them up. Yeah. Now, like you said, uh, the DOP members use concrete, uh, which you absorb from them. Uh, all the other abilities you switch to by absorbing them. So smoke, you want to replenish your smoke with smoke stacks, right? 
Yeah, you'll do. Yeah, with smoke, you get smokestacks. Any chance, like yeah, there's a just broken car, a destroyed car, destroyed anything. Mm -hmm. There eventually will be smoke coming out of it, like a fire. You can drain that. It's usually not that much unless you go to an actual source, like a new exploded car or a smokestack. That's you'll you'll get a lot more of the smoke. You can, you don't fill up the the bar all the way. Yeah. Um, with video, you drain um the video like I talked about in neon. You drain the the neon, the neon signs, and there's neon signs all over town, so it's usually pretty easy. And then the concrete ability is Delson's ultimate goal actually in the story which mm -hmm. we'll get to in just a second here and with that he, he's going after the head of the DOP Augustine mm -hmm. and he at the very end of the game in the final boss battle he absorbs that power from her but then you have the ability to free roam after the story and yeah. finish up some of the secondary objectives um, but that concrete power is is the most overpowered in the game and although he couldn't absorb it as a new ability from the DOP he had to go to the, the prime conduit because the other soldiers in the DOP are imbued with it he can at least absorb the his, his supply of it once yeah. he's acquired the power because they have a supply yeah that makes any sense they all use the concrete ability but it's also the greatest thing to use against them it's it's very mm -hmm. you know we had so much fun with the powers neon and video completely overpowered smoke for us although it smoke really still had its advantages mm -hmm. for, well it was nice to go up on top in a building in a second because you could go through the vents yeah you know uh the double dash is nice yeah um it, it, it's pretty helpful i mean i like the cinder missiles a lot too they, they have good you know pretty good damage abilities it's a good explosive ability yeah explosive exactly it's a good point vent hill on the on the good. Game. Oh yes! Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, because you do like this ground pound with your good comic streak. That's really cool. Um, and you know we need to get into that too because the neon they all have comic streaks for your morality. Yeah, the karma streaks. And your comic streak for smoke is the the ground pound. You fly really high up. Orbital in the drop. Air. Orbital drop. That's right. I didn't remember the name of it. And you you just do an explosive damage on the ground when you hit the ground. You know you're like this massive meteor, and so it destroys everything in the radius. Um, and then neon, you've got this ability where you're like you spread your arms out and you just shoot a bunch of neon lights in like a line mm -hmm. you know but like a horizontal line and then video has a vertical line so you do a big like sword slash onto the ground and all the angels like shoot in on the sword you know and um, it's like one straight line forward like a vertical line versus the horizontal line so that was pretty cool and then concrete doesn't have one does it or did it have one it doesn't have a karma streak that's right it doesn't have a karmic streak but it's overpowered and you take you less damage while you have concrete equipped yeah. so it's pretty fun after the story to just go around and destroy the DOP oh yeah yeah because you can there's a point where you do showdowns where you uh, clear out districts where yeah. you want to 100% the game you have to clear out these different districts you have to get all the, the collectibles in there and whatnot and all the mi the missions and challenges yeah and there's the district showdowns which you you at once you've completed getting it to like 30% or so to 100% the rest of the, the area you have to do the DOP showdown DOP control yeah DOP control that's right that's what they call it whenever you finish missions and whatnot um, you're uh, decreasing the control the DOP has over the yeah. city of certain sections of Seattle or all mm -hmm. of Seattle district by district and you're decreasing it from 100% to 0%. Yeah, and by doing the district showdown that finishes it off, it's like the last mission. You can do it before a few others. Yep. They do it like around 30%, but I like to do it last, you know, because it's like I'm clearing it out. And with concrete, it's so easy to just wreck in those. With smoke, it was actually hard. You do one of those and you have actual trouble fighting the guys, you know. Neon is a little easier. Video, you and I are pretty good at video. Yeah. So it was always, it is almost like it upgraded each time for us. And then concrete is just overpowered and you just wreck. Yeah, so. there's definitely a lot of differences with the, the different powers in the system and I think we had a lot of fun with these uh, elemental attributes yeah so uh and that that's a big part of, of the story as well is uh the 
conduits yeah. to have these abilities. And with that came from the aftermath of Infamous 2, uh, just kind of this period where the Department of Unified Protection took over and uh, changed the name of conduits uh, to bioterrorists. Yeah, that's right. And if you if you call them conduits, you know, it's almost like you're a supporter of them now. You're a sympathizer. You're a sympathizer, that's what they called it. Yeah. So now Delson Rowe is living in uh, Salmon Bay right by Seattle. This is the first Infamous game to take mm. place in a real city. It's not quite one-to-one like Assassin's Creed or anything. <laughs> Assassin's yeah. Creed Unity, but uh, it is a, a pretty good recreation of Seattle from what I'm aware of in terms of some of the unique landmarks, like the Space Needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where you l- learn the orbital drop for the for smoke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was badass. So Delson lives on a reservation right outside of Seattle. He's part of a fictional tribe called the Akomish, a very you know close knit together Native American tribe right out of Seattle. Um, probably no more than an hour out. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I think Salmon Bay might be a real place. Is it? I think so. Um, that's right. I think we looked it up now. I yeah. think I remember looking up something. I think it's like, it's fictional to a point though. It, like there is a Salmon Bay, but it's not like in the same location or something. I don't even know. I don't know. It's something weird. But anyway, he lives there and he's never been aware of his powers before uh, until suddenly the, these group of conduits that are being transferred by the DOP, which are the three conduits who give Delson his powers before he gets to Augustine. Yep. And that's, uh, Hank who gives him the smoke power, Fetch who gives him the neon power and also stars in the standalone DLC that we'll talk about in yep. a bit. And then also uh, Eugene, the gamer junkie who has video. Yeah. And uh, Hank is the first conduit that Delson comes across whenever they're transferring those three prisoners uh, to uh, military oversight. Yeah, right. Because the DOP is being supposedly phased out. Supposedly. But uh, the conduits get loose and cause havoc in Salmon Bay, especially Hank, who's uh, an ex-convict who's mm. had a golden opportunity every time he gets locked up. Yeah, that's what he calls it. Yeah. I spend most of my life behind bars. It's easy enough to bust out. You just gotta wait for that golden opportunity. When I got my powers, hell, I was unstoppable. Until the DUP caught up with me. Yeah, they got a special hole they like to toss folks like me in. Figured out a way to bind us all up so we couldn't use our powers. That also meant they had to feed us, wash us, even wipe our goddamn asses. That's no way for a man to live. There's no way. They had this red-headed bitch there, really into needles and scalpels. She called what she did to me tests. But if you do enough time, you learn a few tricks. You just gotta be patient. Sooner or later, they'll screw up. They always do. You maybe see something or you hear something, learn things you weren't supposed to know. So when that bitch put the three of us in that wagon, I knew what was coming. A golden opportunity. Hank's an interesting character and he has a kind of a fleshed out backstory that's explored later in the game mm-hmm. when you meet him but yeah, he, but even though he's like a you know a next convict you still feel bad for him yeah. you know you still you feel feel the story you still sympathize for him just a little bit yeah by the end because of his daughter and all that oh, yeah. but when he comes into Delson's path it ultimately sets the story for you know begins yeah. the transformation at first Delson is a little reluctant about his powers um, just barely though but him and his brother Dredgy they interplay and, and eventually Delson 
Wilson fully accepts it pretty quickly after talking to Hank and uh, he realizes that he has these powers but not only but that's something that uh, that's something that almost gets him in trouble uh, when yeah. the DOP show up to pick Hank up mm. and he meets Augustine with the concrete ability uh, and then that's your first good or evil choice in the game that dictates which pathway that you're going to go down right yeah that's, that's the first one that's the, the first time where you choose you know uh, good or evil and it kind of it sets you forward after that right and so you you talk to Augustine and she asks you if you have any information and mm. you're beginning to tell her that well you have the opportunity you can turn yourself in and tell her that you're a conduit yeah or you can sacrifice the tribe for your own sake yeah just let me go just let me walk away nobody's ever got to know about any of this wait a minute stop let's talk about this oh henry i am so very disappointed in you well we got him right i uh flushed that mean old conduit for you good job everybody especially you guys bioterrorist henry daughtry was a bioterrorist conduit is a word used by traitors who sympathize with their cause you're not a traitor are you i uh i, I try not to be <laughs> you seem nervous no i'm not nervous <laughs> It's been my experience there are only two reasons for people to be nervous. Either they're cowards or they have something to hide. Well, you know, I also get nervous around pretty girls. You were in there with that bioterrorist for some time. Did he share anything with you? Um, share... Did he say anything to you? Share any of his ramblings about conspiracies. Oh, um, no, he didn't. He didn't share anything. Good. That's good to hear. You see, we are engaged in a life and death war with these bioterrorists, and it's my job to do whatever it takes to ensure that we win that war. What? That's kind of funny because <laughs> aren't you a bioterrorist too? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, I am. Sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. And it's clear now that you're not a coward, which means there's something that you're not telling me. What are, you, what are you doing? You can't do this, you crazy. I've got rights. And I have the legal authority to suspend those rights whenever I feel it's necessary. Like now, for instance, I'll ask again. What happened in there? And I will tell you again. I'm told that hurts. that you do have something to tell me i'll go chat with that nice old lady but you should know concrete is especially hard on brittle bones and if she doesn't talk i'll just move on to the next one and the next until i find someone who does so do you have something you want to tell me 
Or do you prefer that I move on to your friends here? I'm a conduit. What? I said... I'm a conduit, all right? I caught it a second ago from... from that guy. Oh, you caught it. Very funny. God! Talson! So, Betty. Maybe you can give me a straight answer. Yeah, I'm told that hurts. But either way, because even if you try to rat yourself out, which is doing the right thing, yeah. um, she still doesn't believe you. And she still injures all the members of the tribe. Yeah. Now, Delson in either pathway feels personally responsible for this. And ultimately, at first, that's his, uh, his goal is to get back to Augustine because he figures out he must be a power absorber yeah. uh, of other conduit abilities. And so he's going to get to Brooke Augustine and uh, the head of the DUP and drain her concrete ability in retribution so that, well, not even retribution. He just wants the concrete ability so he can save his. Yeah, he just wants to save the Akomish. That's all he wants to do in the beginning. And then eventually it comes to a point where he really likes his powers. Very quickly. And, yeah, very quickly. Oh, goodness. I mean, by the first scene you start using him where you're still learning them, he's like, oh, this is great. I love this. He's like laughing and joking around with it, you know. Um, and that's that's kind of the beginning where you also decide, you'll when you fight your first few enemies and, you know, you shoot some people and you're like, oh, should I execute them? Should I not? So it, it's pretty interesting. You fight DUP pretty quickly, too. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah, you try to go to the checkpoint. <laughs> yes. And and obviously Delson's a conduit, so mm -hmm. he, he passes it. But then you get to free run the city right after that mm -hmm. you get access to the whole top half of the map and uh, you can start taking down DU patrol yeah. in order to get to get to Augustine now throughout the game Delson also gets whereabouts of uh, the other conduits that were in that truck yeah like like Fetch who'll be in the next one after Hank and he get I think he does track down Hank first doesn't he again no he doesn't track and then down he goes Hank after later no he goes that's right he comes back later to get Hank but no he he tracks down Fetch uh, he learns about her and then he does like he becomes like it's really cool you see an investigative side of him where you'll mm -hmm. see his brother and him and he'll be on the phone with his brother and you take pictures yeah. of a scene and you you know you figure out that there's there's another conduit in town and then you end up finding your hideout and eventually you find her and y'all like you chase her around you try to get her ability super bad you fight her and then you get her ability yeah and then you get the neon ability and at this point in the game up to this point you can already like i said free roam seattle and you can start taking uh, on uh, the missions that for the dop clear down and then you can also start influencing your morality even more to get you to the highest rank of whatever because you have ranks and the good path way that's uh starting from i don't remember but it ends up with true hero yeah there's guardian yeah there's i can't remember them all now you're right hero yeah. i think that's true hero at the end yeah. guardian to true hero and then uh evil you start from thug to infamous infamous yeah now, believe it or not the the good is supposedly canon to the storyline in, uh -huh. in the previous infamous game yeah but they they want you to choose the evil one you know at any chance any turn they're going to throw the evil one in your face because you're like hey there's well, an evil pathway here yeah well once you get a pathway though you you, you yeah. pretty much have to stick to that one uh because there's not many neutral there's no there's no neutral pathway there's no neutral storyline and there's no and in order to get access to all abilities in any skill tree you have to mm -hmm. eventually fully max out but uh there's some points where it'll show you both options i remember there's one point where it showed both and i tried to do one it wouldn't let me so yeah. no you can't so you at least know that you that if you went down that path you would have this option yeah you can't you have to you have to be a certain rank um in order to make certain gameplay choices yeah. that affect the story such as uh corrupting or redeeming each conduit that you come across and then ultimately either 
exposing or killing Augustine. So as Delson uh, moves up throughout the story, he either causes the people to see that conduits are not really bad, to stop seeing them as bioterrorists, and to uh, praise him as a hero and see him as the protector of, of Seattle. Now, the uh, opposite pathway, of course, is the evil where you cause the citizens to fear you. Yeah. And so conduit hatred isn't necessarily healthy, but you take role. Mm. There's a point where you can you can attack and kill innocent civilians on the street, yeah. you know, in the beginning. And they, they whenever you go down that path, it's it's easy to do that because you can get your, your streak up. Easy. Just kill a yeah. couple civilians. Done. Oh, well. And I felt it was pretty congruent with the story. It was nothing especially jarring. No, it really wasn't. He either, he goes on a pathway to find out he represents something much greater as to be an example mm-hmm. as a conduit, or he ends up, you know, just wanting to take control and even his, his admittedly selfless act of wanting to help the Akomish turn south by the end. <laughs> yeah. If you're evil. That makes sense. And uh, it's nothing too outlandish. It really isn't. Yeah. It's it, a believable story either way. It's a good story mm-hmm. either way. And I think, yeah, whereas the good option is, is what you're supposed to choose, the evil one. It's a whole new story. You can play the game again and play that story, you know? Yeah. And, and the story, it's pretty short and sweet, just like our last episode, Fable. Get through it multiple times, and you want to try both the good and the evil pathway. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are, like, hoping, you know, for, like, a third, you know, a neutral kind of pathway, but I don't feel like there's a need. Really? Honestly, yeah, I can't see a need for that. I want to play so many games that, you know, replay value for me is pretty good if, if you just add two pathways for me to go good oh, or evil. Yeah, honestly. Other than that, you know, I don't really have a need mm-hmm. anymore. Now, this one does affect the story quite a bit more than the last game because uh, you kind of have an entirely different ending based on if you're mm-hmm. evil where uh, Delson just destroys. Destroys. Yeah. Wrecks. Wreaks havoc. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I like the story. I think there's some aspects that could be a little bit better, of course, you know, if we fleshed out the side characters yeah. that came in and then just kind of disappeared. But other than that, the story is very compelling. The acting is fantastic. Oh, it's wonderful. The, the voice actors are, do an amazing job. It fits what the movement, the animation movements. You know, the, the motion capture uh, animation is, is spot on. Oh, yeah. It looks very real. Uh, it's completely utilizing the PS4's power. Yeah, I agree. It really is. It, it does a good job of that. It, even the, the the PS4, the remote, the touch button in the middle, it uses that constantly. You even you, you even turn your controller sideways at some point. That's gyroscope, right? But the graffiti, right? So, yeah, you do the graffiti. So it's yeah. like, so, use every function of that PS4 controller, every function of the PlayStation that you can get out of it. It uses it. It's a smart way of doing it, too. Now, the graffiti, that's a unique kind of, uh, one of the side missions you can engage in the game, and that actually clears the UP control because he graffitis messages. Delson Rowe is kind of a, a punk character from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Brother of uh, the sheriff of Salmon Bay, Reggie. <laughs> it's like pastor's daughter. Same thing. Yeah. Cop's he gets brother. in all kinds of trouble. He's a, he's a small town delinquent, but uh, honestly has some sense of morality in him, at least in the beginning. You know, he yeah. can go down this this tragic kind of development throughout the story and, you know, want to take control and let his powers get to his head. Mm. But other than that, you know, initially he has kind of a sense of responsibility, right? Yeah. Well, they make you believe that he's he's this good guy at first you know you have good intentions and it, that, that's why it, that's how it pushes you to do the good path you yeah. know the, the story he, he he's generally a good guy he likes to have fun laugh he's a delinquent i mean there's a reason he's painting on his brother's face in the beginning but ultimately he's good-hearted yeah so. the first thing that you do in the game is, is actually the graffiti where you, he graffitis mm. his brother's face on the the poster and it, it's hilarious because uh actually it's a really cool moment where you can tilt the controller sideways like yeah. dakota says shake it and then spray on the screen mm-hmm. and uh it paints that picture right away and immediately his brother's after him but you don't know yet you just know yeah. it's Elise and he, he goes to try to you parkour along the little area before you get any powers yeah this is just kind of establish it, an alibi yeah it, it's a tutorial in the beginning is what it is it's like it's it, their way of doing a tutorial that's in the story mode you know jump learning to jump learning to run uh, learning to do any anything besides your abilities right all the basic controls parkour basics and you know right after that when the, the score kicks off you know Delson's pretty much enamored by his powers right away oh, yeah. and even if he's good I mean he 
he's he's proud of who he is. Mm. I think the conduits, you know, don't represent, you know, a clear danger to society. They're they're just people, you know, maybe the next evolution. <laughs> yeah, they they even hinted that, you know, they're, they're they're the new evolution, they're the new that's what we're going everyone's going to be eventually. Like the mutants of X-Men. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now Delson of course is also characterized by the relationships he has with other characters, which uh, is kind of static in, in in a lot of ways. Either which way you go, good or evil, you're going to have a similar relationship with these characters, although uh, the other conduits you'll be uh, either, you know, rising them up or, or leading them down a, yeah. a bad pathway. But the biggest relationship with the game that oh. takes full center oh, yeah. between their interplay is... It is between Delson and his brother Reggie. Yeah. It's so funny because uh, Reggie's kind of a more conservative, upstanding member of the law, and he's uh, he's tired of Delson's antics. Oh, yeah. he, he's tired of arresting his brother over yes. and over again, and he's not quite as happy about Delson's power exchange. Immediately, he yep. denies it. He's not he's not one of the bioterrorists, you know, and throughout the whole game, he's kind of worried about it, and his his character death is the saddest. Oh, and that, that was the worst, because because he comes with you through all of it, to be there with you all of it, even though he doesn't even, like, he's not a, he wasn't a fan of bioterrorists before, because he had he was a cop. He had every reason to believe that they were evil. Yeah. You know, they're all evil until he met his brother, and it you know, started to change his mind. And so he ends up following you, and does what, you know, he helps you, and he dies doing just that. Yeah. It's awful. It's just like, oh, it just brings you so much pain to see him die, because you feel bad. You feel like, oh, I did this. Yeah. But the, the interplay between the characters is is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Reggie kind of keeps Delson, you know, kind of straight, mm -hmm. although Delson can still go evil. Oh, yeah. But uh, Reggie's proud of him, and he loves him either way. And sure, I wouldn't love him either way. <laughs> I was his brother. He was going evil. Uh -oh. But it's, it's a lot of fun, because the interplay between the characters is just so humorous. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes you just really love love both of them and yeah. I think anybody that feels like Delson had less depth to his character I, I can't understand that to him he was yeah. very compelling he was yeah I think they had good character development I really do I think they did a good job you you love the grandmother immediately yeah. that's one of the first characters Betty. you start to love Betty because she kind of saves you while you're being a delinquent she knows you're being that way she doesn't approve of it but she'll help you you know and there's Reggie who's a who's a hard ass but yeah. he's a brother and he's trying to get you through life properly you know he's almost like a father figure but like you know obviously a big brother figure yeah and so it, they did a good job of that uh, their relationships were great I mean it, even the other characters fetch between him and fetch the conversations they had the conversation between him and Eugene you know whether he's good or evil he has a good plot with them they yeah. did a really good job with that tense between the characters the, the relationships with the other conduits those are also you know some of the most interesting oh, yeah. now uh, he does have kind of an implied romance with fetch yeah and if you go down the evil path it, it's more than implied yeah it's explicit so fetch Abigail Walker is her name and she represents kind of the, the love interest in the game and it's not explored completely but I think it leaves enough to the imagination oh yeah the evil pathway they straight up hook up but in the good pathway it's kind of acknowledged that there's there's something there and that they may have they spent the night together so it probably happened in the good pathway too and there's oh, yeah. kind of a, the evidence of that romance losing and Delson getting jealous later yes when right. uh, Eugene seems interested in her she's way out of your league bro yeah. <laughs> let me just tell you this now I wish that romance was explored just a little bit more because I, I was mm. just such a big fan of it and maybe I'm oh, just yeah. kind of a softy but you know I get a little gushy with uh, a lot of these uh, ships <laughs> you're so white ash <laughs> Too white. Well, anyway, um, now another interesting relationship is that with Eugene. And, oh, yeah. And also Hank, you know, both the other conduits that he gets his powers from. So Eugene's like a, kind of a teenage gamer. Okay. Uh, Eugene is like this teenage gamer type. He's kind of shy and reluctant, but he wants to help other conduits. Yeah. He's he's lived in this, you know, ex uh, reclusive world because of what happened to him with his backstory. I know we'll get into that in a minute. But um, they the back you learn a lot about the backstories of a lot of characters. And um, But the, the, the relationship between him and Eugene was, was wonderful. Spot on. They did a really good job with that. You know, you're almost like
like you're taking him under your wing. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, with Eugene, you're kind of taking him under your wing. Kind of a little bit of a rivalry with Hank, your other smoke ability. Oh, yeah. That stays throughout the game. Because uh, he doesn't want to like you in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, he has no reason to like you. You know, get away from me. And then he, you're like, well, you're questioning him. He's like, oh, hold on. You gave me this. I need to know how to control this. How do I stop this? Yeah. You know, how to get rid of this? You have the, and that's the first question he asks Hank, but then Hank immediately tells him it's not something you can get rid of. And so then Delson says, well, can you help train me? You know, Hank says, I, I don't time him on the run. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to get back to his daughter, you later yeah. find out. Um, you think he dies there, but he comes back later and uh, actually tricks you, kind of mm-hmm. betrays you. But uh, ultimately, you know, has a motivation for it. And whereas you can redeem or corrupt Fetch and Eugene with Hank, you ultimately, uh, towards the end of the game, before you face Augustine, you you uh, choose to spare him, or kill him yeah. right when he's about to join his daughter. Right. Yeah. So that was an interesting, and all the characters have, you know, established character backgrounds. You've mm-hmm. got uh, Fetch, who has the relationship with her brother that's explored in the standalone DLC First Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's twisted with her wanting to kill drug dealers who, who are responsible for her brother's death. Brent. As a little girl, I never thought it'd be me. That I'd be one of them. My powers were a surprise. My parents turned me in. They knew what the government would do to people like me, and they did it anyway. I didn't know what to do, but my brother Brent just grabbed our coats and we ran. Those were hard days on the street. Moving from city to city, no comfort anywhere. Until we met some dealers, and man, they hooked us up. The drugs, the drugs were heaven. Then we always wanted more. And withdrawal, agony. Always looking for a fix. And when you lose your stash, when you think someone stole it from you, the drugs, the dealers, they make you do things they. easy enough after that but it wasn't a regular jail they trained me to shoot taught me how to kill so on the day of the crash i escaped with all those skills everything i needed to set things right Brent, i promise every dealer i find i'm gonna burn your name in their chest no one else is gonna suffer like we did. No brother. Nobody else. And then uh, Eugene, he was bullied in yeah. high school. He had a lot of bullying, and so that became kind of a rage of depression. Yeah. Depression and rage. And it became to the point where, you know, he, once he figured out he was a conduit, his his emotions were being released in his ability. Yeah, and uh, Delson kind of takes him under his wing mm. as well. At school, I always tried to blend in fade into the background to disappear but the bullies found me anyway they always do the only place I felt I belonged was in heaven's hellfire in that game I made the rules I could summon angels to protect the victims and demons to punish the bullies but the real world that 
That I couldn't control. At first, I did my best to ignore them. Until that one day, when they pushed me too far. When the DUP came, they said they were taking me to a new school, designed for people like me, different. For six years, she hooked me up to her machines. She made me call them out, always, always stopping before they could save me. Then that crash. That was my chance to finally really disappear where no one could find me and hurt me but when I saw them rounding up more people who were different I knew what she was gonna do to them and I knew I knew we had to stop her And then, uh, of course, uh, we finally get to Augustine. Mm. And, uh, that is the, the relationship between Nelson and Augustine is one of the most interesting by far. She's such a bitch. She's a bitch. You hate her. and But you're always, like, joking with her, making make, making jokes with her. You know, anytime she comes, she either, you know, gets you, you're in front of her, you're joking with her. You know? Oh, like Delson? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The, the relationship between Delson and Augustine. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, but in the beginning, you can kick the shit out of her. Yeah, so you can. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And that's his whole motivation in the game is to get to her so he can absorb her concrete power, help try. Of course, uh, if he goes evil, he does not end up killing his tribe instead. Typical. So then there's uh, another title, of course, and I've been teasing at it a little bit, and that's Infamous First Light. Yeah. It's considered a standalone DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how that's how we got introduced in this, right, Dakota? Yeah, it was. That was the first game we saw because it was wasn't it free on PlayStation? It was yeah, free like on a, PlayStation Plus for yeah. PlayStation Plus members. And so when we played it, and then well, he played it, you played it more than I did for sure. But I remember playing it. It was it was really fun. It was uh, it felt free. You felt very free in the game. And so when you play Second Son, it makes you even feel really even more free because you have four abilities you go through you know and with first light it's only one and you're just fetch you just have your ability and which is it, it was it was a great ability to use because it was very versatile mm-hmm. and uh, you could upgrade it really easily so it, it was a good choice i think that was a great game to play to make the great character to make the game off as well yeah so fetch is the character that's explored in miss first light yeah. uh, she's got the more fleshed out background story and uh she's got probably one of the coolest powers in the game yeah. which is neon and uh her power set and i just recently played it mm-hmm. too i played it myself in preparation for the podcast you know <laughs> have some gameplay of that as well. Yeah. Uh, her power set is quite a bit different from Delson's though, even though it is based on the Neon. Uh, mm. She still can slow down time and pinpoint enemy weaknesses. Uh, there's less morality to her moveset. She can do everything mm. that is there is to offer with Neon. Yeah. And uh, she kind of has her own martial arts fighting style that she said is based off anime. It says in uh, some of the promotional material. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so uh, her and her power set is a lot more balanced because Delson switches powers. Yeah. And so his, his different powers have different strengths and weaknesses, but hers is more balanced balanced out to where you get yeah. all of the combat and traversal abilities in, in one package. Yeah, they do a good job. They they use the buttons well, you know. They 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 did a really good job with making you have the same abilities, the balanced abilities like you talk about, whereas Infamous Second Set had to do it in four abilities. Yeah. And so having to put as much action and, you know, freedom in one ability, but, well, they did a good job at it. Yeah, and, and, and Neon's definitely <laughs> one of the more standout abilities in the game. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of harkens it back to the original Infamous games, which focused on mostly one power, mm-hmm. with Infamous 2 having different 
different, uh, an additional power you could get, whether you were good or evil. Yeah. But uh, in First Light, Fetch uh, is the progenitor of the Neon ability, mm -hmm. and uh, it represents her backstory, which is slightly changed from what was in the game, but mm. she also could have been influenced by drugs. True. So her and her brother uh, run away from home, and then Brent takes care of her, um, but through a, a complicated scenario, she ends up accidentally killing him because of drugs, drug dealers. Mm. It's, that, was, that was a really good uh, character to choose uh, as as for the game. You know, Eugene was an interesting character, but I think she would make the best game, and they did a good job with that. Hanks wouldn't have been fun to play as Hank, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eugene, it would have been fun to do the video, but I feel like his story would have just, because there's a whole time where he's locked up in, in Augustine's yeah. cell, and so it just wouldn't be that interesting. Fetch was a great choice. Fetch, yeah, and, and definitely a lot of ways she has a, a more fleshed out story yeah. uh, and more polished gameplay than in Second Son, so a lot of people say it was kind of even better yep. in some ways, uh, even just as a DLC. You you get to free roam the top half of the Seattle map still, yeah, and right. it switches. It's, it's uh, framed in the present with her telling the story as a captive of the DOB mm -hmm. before she ever meets Delson or any before of that. All that yeah. But right right before, you know, I feel like by a few years. Um, oh yeah, not not very long because that was the worst time and right after that she ended up getting caught by the DUP. Yeah. And so that was that was seven years later. Mm -hmm. um, and so you play as part of her her story, you know, the story is in, is in framed by her telling it in the present um, but you do play as her in Seattle and then have the arenas, the training arenas in yes. the present. You can you okay. switch between those at any time. In the present you can play as her and go against hordes of enemies. You also have Delson. Oh, that's right. You do, don't you? And he can switch between his powers. That's cool. Yeah. So you, you have both Fetch and Delson in, in the first light game, uh, which, you know, originally we just got as a we, standalone game. Yeah, we did. Well, that was the game we had. So we didn't know the connection between her and Delson until we played Second Son. Yeah. So what do you think about the future of the Endless franchise? I think we could do more, ex you know, going into other characters, like what we talked about. Eugene would be an interesting character to go in. Maybe if you want to make a game off of him, it would be fun. I think they could do it. I could see yeah. a future in this gaming, because in this series, uh, knowing there's the other series too, the other part of the series, which is Infamous 1 and 2, yeah. those were huge hits. Huge hits. Everybody knows about Infamous. And so those would make great new games. Yeah. Where the first two games focused on Cole, I feel like now we can go anywhere. We're not uh, any strictly exactly. limited to one power set. Uh, I like that Dilson's a power absorber. I mean, we go with any power, but it would be cool to have him in another game, I think. Yeah, and we know of many more abilities that we haven't even seen, so dive into those. I know there's a DLC for Second Son, which allows you to do paper. Um, we never played the DLC. No, you can't actually use the You cannot power. use it? Do you see a character using it, though? Yeah. Okay, so you see someone using it. Paper cut. Paper cut, right. And and so, I never played it personally. I remember seeing videos of it, though. We could never get it to work. It, it never worked on our PlayStation. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, We could never load the web page. That's right. It was kind of an ARG storyline. 
line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we um and we it would be nice to see it go in another direction with one of those abilities that we learned about. I think I heard like magnet was one of them. Yeah, there's like magnetic metal magnetic paper. Metal. There, there's just a bunch of different ones. You know, I think it's like wire, water, glass. wire. That's it. Glass. glass those are all tested. Be too graphic. <laughs> oh yeah, and so you know, there, there's a lot to go with all that. So those are whole new games we could see. Yeah. So that that's a whole franchise that that is a good franchise because they have a lot of creative options. It's been a little while. This came right at the beginning of the PS4 cycle, but the uh, developers said that they could take the games franchise wherever they want wherever in the series. They want. Exactly. Any for time frame, anywhere. But I, I think it would be cool to get a, another game with Dilson's character. If, if Now, I heard the fan reception wasn't as good, but I, I think he could really be explored more and, and his ability to have multiple abilities kind of is fun. I, I thought of myself kind of a, uh, an idea where, you know, maybe in order to make the good versus evil morality system work better and not just choose the canon good, you could say that uh, he's amnesiac and so he's kind of lost a lot of memory of who he was, but he'll he'll regain the four abilities that he had in, in the game, which are going to be more yeah. balanced and more fleshed out, right? Uh-huh. And um, regain the abilities whether you re- remember being good or bad. Yeah. Because in, in this game, in Second Son, there's abilities you can only get if you're good and yeah. abilities you can only upgrade to if you're bad. So I'm thinking he could get those four main abilities back really early. Yeah. And then uh, kind of in more of a tutorial segment and then gain like, you know, maybe four new ones or something. Yeah. That would be cool. But that's just my idea as kind of a, a aspiring game developer. I kind of want to look and see, you know, how I would do, do a game. Battle gaming ideas. <laughs> We're writing these down. All yeah. right, Sucker Punch Productions. You know, you can you can come talk to me. Yeah, I'll have some ideas. <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna start you know producing some indie content. I think. But uh, yeah, Sucker Punch Productions. They haven't worked on Infamous in a while. They did just release Ghost of Tsushima. So, you know, they're not just cranking these out once a year like Ubisoft. They're oh, no, they're putting their time time yeah. and effort into these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, no no hate on 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 Assassin's Creed. We do love it. But uh, <laughs> we have multiple games lined up. Hopefully, yeah. We want to do at least one of those every season. I think uh, along with you know Zelda. For now, that reminds me. It does. I've been making you guys wait. I've been killing the anticipation. Uh-huh. But uh, we got the results back from the Instagram poll. Now, it was a tie. But I had a friend, Steven, who uh, I've been wanting to get on this podcast, but I don't think yeah. he's going to join us all at least this season. He said, but we're going to get him on eventually, guys. So uh, he's not on any social media, but DM, DM me to DM him. You know, text him. I'll make it work. <laughs> anyway, I asked him to break tie. And the result of that is, drum roll. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, it was either that or it was Majora's Mask. They're both my favorite entries in the series. Uh, they're kind of tied in that place. Uh, we're definitely going to do Zelda every season. Every season. Yeah, that's a plan. There, there's so many games going forever. Yeah. And uh, we're even going to do Zelda CDI oh, later God. this season. Uh, that's going to be fun. So I'm so excited to go through Breath of the Wild. Dakota's never played it before. Yeah, I haven't played this one. I've played a couple others, all the games. I've gotten through, I think, one of them completely. But I've played some of the DS. Are- you could have gotten started, Dakota. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. We had a, a good bit. we had a good holiday break. But uh but yes, stay tuned for Breath of the Wild. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Next season we'll go ahead and do Majora's Mask. So we are gonna have both of those out there, and it won't even be that long from now. And uh I'm super excited. I played Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo Switch, which my Nintendo Switch was stolen. <sighs> yeah, Rest in peace. <laughs> but uh we do have it for the Wii U. We're borrowing yeah. like our cousin's copy. Mm-hmm. And uh we're gonna play through that. We're also gonna do a, another let's play on that. Now pretty soon here we're gonna get our Fable 3 Let's Play out. Expect that within uh within a few weeks did we tell them that last time too <laughs> yeah we soon. the let's play that one's going to be free one time only but i'm yeah. going to have them offset to where when we would do our let's play we're going to release the last one that gives us more sense. time to work on them because there's more footage to go through oh yeah it's a lot there's a lot to do lot so we'll see if those go through if anybody likes those um we'll keep doing them next season we'll keep doing them this season and Zelda's definitely going to be one of those games that we're going to do a let's play for i think it's going to be every other episode and then in between the other ones we're going to do indie indie games indie games indie yes. game mini reviews uh we've got with, one coming up soon yep hello neighbor 
Hello, neighbor. <laughs> Hello, neighbor. That's one we were just playing through together, uh -huh. too, during the break. We played yeah. Infamous, and we played Hello, neighbor. These indie games are supposed to be easy, quick games we can go through, but we took forever with Hello, neighbor. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a long game, and it's a very deep game, and we're going to get into that on that episode. Um, It's just going to be audio only, maybe, you know, just a short segment. Uh, Hopefully, we can just record that right after we record with Collateral Cinema, probably. <laughs> and um, and then our, our next numbered episode is going to be The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's it. Woo. All right. Well, that being said, uh, we are on iTunes. So happy for that. Uh, we have, of course, our Podbean, which is our start off where we uh, host our RSS feed. Yep. We are also on Spotify, which is, you know, a good competitor with iTunes. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are on Spotify listening to their podcast. Uh, even my fiance, uh, Lillian, she, she, she uses Spotify. Huh. We're also on YouTube is where we're going to be hosting our uh, video podcast for now. Now, if we could get some more money to run this thing, any, any, any money we get from donations is going to go straight podcast. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And um, if that ever happens, I hope so. We're going to set up our Patreon with some good content. Uh, the mm. Let's Plays are going to be one paid content after this one time free Fable one. Yeah. And then uh, some other things. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that later this season. So uh, come check us out on Patreon. And then eventually we'll, we might release our video podcast and some other places too. But for right now, they're on YouTube. Uh, we are also on Google Play. I don't have Google Play. I can't get it to work. The app doesn't work on my iPhone because cool. Google sucks. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I'm not going to get advice. They're competing with Apple and they, they don't want to use the, make their, their app actually work yeah, on it. I, I'm not going to get advice that will work it anyway, so I, I don't want to use anything that's not my iPhone. No. <laughs> but anyway, if y'all are watching this on or listening to this on Google Play, um, we appreciate you though still and we commend you for using that interface. Yeah, we can't get to it, so I can't tell, but it, I got the yeah. approval message. I think Collateral Cinema, you're on Google Play too, right? Alright, so yeah, we're all on Google Play, although you can't verify it, but <laughs> it, we got the approval message. We are also going to look and make sure that we can get hosted on other podcast formats, see if uh, so we can get to you from anywhere, no matter where you get your podcast. Yeah. We'd like that. That a big help's going to be that is Chill Lover Radio. Uh, hopefully, yes. we want to get in touch with them soon and get. So we're part of the Collateral brand, so we definitely want to get on board with that. We're going to be happy to be a part of them. It's going to be awesome. Bo, you said you were going to get us set up with that. Yeah. We should give them a call. Yeah, I'd like to talk to him. Um, to the to the guys from there now. Uh, so I'm super excited to be stoked. Uh, be a part of this. Are you Are you stoked, Dakota? Oh yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. It's going to be a long ride. This is kind of the stepping stone into yeah. our journey, you know. So uh, I'm hoping this is this is what does it. Put our names out there, yeah. guys. Watch because um, I've, I've got a I've got a baby girl coming into the world, and I need to beat her. <laughs> sniffle, sniffle. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that being said, I am Ashley Chancellor, the better half of the Chancellor brothers. I'm Dakota Chancellor, the lesser half of the Chancellor brothers. I, I wasn't gonna say that. I knew better. <laughs> and uh, Bo and Robert say hi also. Later, <laughs> Collateral gaming. Out. Out.
Welcome to Collateral Gaming Extras, the part of the podcast where we do and talk about whatever the hell we want. Uh, currently, we are giving each other foot massages. We're, uh, we're in a diamond formation. Uh, I've got Robert's feet. Uh, Dakota's got my feet. Uh, Bo has got Dakota's feet. And uh, Robert has both feet. More foot fetish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess we're Quentin Tarantino up in this motherfucker or something. Oh God. Hey, uh, Dakota, can you uh, move, move a little bit more downwards? Uh, Robert. Downwards. Yeah. Robert. I think I got ah, you. Okay. Yeah. Ah, Jeez. Oh, that felt pretty good. Man. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Do it. Hey, guys. So I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to feel good here, guys. This isn't funny. <laughs> so, hey, guys. Uh, we just finished recording our Money Python episode with Collateral Cinema. And, of course, this is meant to be kind of an audio exclusive of our uh, podcast with Infamous on Collateral Gaming. So uh, we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight into what's going on as we're up and coming in the podcast industry. Oh, yeah. Definitely up and coming. <laughs> Isn't that right, Robert? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah, dude. Like, seriously. Can't wait for more of your videos on YouTube. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. That was actually very well done, honestly. Hey, thanks, bro. Yeah. yeah great job. Like we don't want to continue to produce the uh, video versions of the podcast. So on YouTube, we've got now that we have the the Fable one. This infamous podcast is also going to be on YouTube, and then we're going to do Zelda, Hello Neighbor, but uh, we're also going to do uh, our Let's Play coming out pretty soon. Here, we're going to do that kind of staggered after our next episode that we would do a Let's Play on. And what's right. what's the Let's Play going to be about? The Fable. That's our first one. The oh, free one. That, that's right, the free one. Okay, I got yeah. you. And then the rest is going on Patreon. Yeah, hopefully. I want to get our Patreon set up. I don't know. Can you set video, videos through Patreon? Yeah, you can do videos. Badass. Yeah, you, okay. you got to just host it through YouTube, you know, but you set it on Unlisted or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to do. So that's going to be fucking badass. Oh, it's, it, will, it will be, yeah. yeah. I mean, and Collateral Cinema will have video very soon, and we're going to actually go ahead and start working on our first set. Patreon video. Got a in the middle of set design, really. Yeah, we're trying to get our set design together. We're going to probably do a movie recommendation uh, show. It's probably going to be like we're just going to pick five movies out of our uh, out of our collections, and we're probably going to go ahead and just recommend them. That's oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be a fun way to kind of connect with our listeners if they want to pay for it. You know? Yeah, I agree. It, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. If you guys still want to listen to us on the way to work and whatnot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Listen to us on the way to work. Seriously, that's the that's the audio, that's the podcast format. You know, at least the audio format. That's why it's so popular right now, and why I'm so happy that we're gonna get to jump on board this and share some content with you guys. Yeah, you know, I love I love throwing on a podcast while I'm driving to work, or you know, that's the best. It's it's better than putting on music almost. Yeah, I agree. It's more engaging. I mean, I barely listen to music anymore. I'll I'll just watch YouTube or listen to podcasts. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're super excited to be your uh, cinema and gaming podcast. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's right, y'all. Collateral Cinema taking over Collateral Gaming. Oh. Yeah, that's right. This is a oh. power. This is a power grab now. Right, well, right, uh, right. but yeah, we're we're super excited to be sharing content with you guys and uh, to be a part of Chill Lover Radio. That's really exciting. Honestly, yeah. I am I am so happy. I mean, the, I mean, they're very very cool people. Yeah. They do a lot of good work. Like, check them out. Download their app. It's on iTunes. It's on 
I think it's on uh, Fire Stick or Roku and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Look, look, look for their app. I mean, it's on all, all kinds of different applications. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be super fun. Or I should say, platforms. Platforms. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and we want to try as much as possible cinema and gaming to be on you know anywhere where you can find your podcasts. Definitely. Plan. You know, as we go into uh, each season. So now, guys, we went into the uh, absurdist comedy Money Python just now. Oh, man, that was fun. It, it was fun watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we're still watching it. Yeah, it's still on. <laughs> I, th- I think we're just at the last scene where they're about to storm the French castle. One, the castle two, of uh, five. One, two, five. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Three, my liege. And then uh, I told them, I said, we need to record this little extra segment. And then, fucking, we're going to go get some Finnish's tacos from Mama Margie's. Some tacos. Sounds good to me. Tacos. I've been eating lots of tacos lately. As a vegan, tacos are like the easiest. Tacos and burritos are the easiest thing to veganize. What do, you, what do you put on your tacos? I'll put rice, beans, grilled vegetables. You don't worry about uh, like pork and beans? No. No? Like black beans. Okay. Yeah. You, usually black beans are vegetarian okay, or vegan at, or even vegan. Yeah. So, I mean, usually black beans, rice, uh, you know, jalapenos, guacamole, yeah. you know, lettuce, <laughs> pico de gallo. Any plant-based food. Just produce. anything plant-based. I'll even make some taco meat. You know, with uh, plant-based meats, you know, with uh, soy crumbles. Yeah, I like a, a, a lot of vegan foods. I used to be a vegetarian back in fifth grade. I learned that there's a there's a whole world out there of of uh, substitutes for protein and. Okay. There's a there's a whole substitute of uh, meats out there for protein and stuff. Yeah, I I even recently found out that there's ways to make barbecue. Uh, like brisket out of like jackfruit and the seitan. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. You you can make vegan brisket. That's crazy. Like I mean, a lot, a lot of people on Twitter went ape shit over it, but well, I'm sure it's just like oh, what, the, what the fuck ever, people. We'll do what we want. We're vegans. And uh, what did you guys think about our infamous episode? It was interesting. I mean, I was here watching y'all record it. At least, at least for the most part, I was also on my phone a lot. If you watch the video, yeah, <laughs> watching the gameplay pretty much. Right? I mean, honestly, it's really because I've just never really played Infamous. Like I, I remember yeah. the first one on the PS3, but I mean, I also remember that uh, what was that other kind of open world uh, prototype? Prototype, oh, yeah, uh, that the I, guy who did Haunted mm-hmm. uh, Judusable. Yeah, some yeah. Videos of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I remember that one a little better, and it's kind of similar yeah, to it. Those are similar. Second Son, though, uh, we're super excited to release that podcast as our, our uh, first official episode of the, you know season one. Yeah, it's yeah. a great game. It's, it's a really good game to start off with, kind of show us how we are, you know. What do you think, Robert? Oh, yeah, not too bad. I, I can't wait for your Hello Neighbor and PT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, indie, indie, episodes. indie yeah. game, mini episodes. So, uh, yeah, our next one actually is going to be Hello Neighbor. Uh, I'm we, gonna, had, we had so much fun playing that game. I want to get a little more gameplay out of that. I did too. To finish my schoolwork. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah get some yeah, Zelda definitely. done, Dakota. I'm getting it done. Don't worry. On the Zelda. But yeah, Hello Neighbor is a lot of fun. And I, and I like a lot of the more psychological elements, especially near the end where there's that ginormous neighbor and you're supposed to conquer your trauma yes. from what happened to you. That fucking guy, he just, yeah. And then, you know, we have uh, just these deep story elements. Yeah. The gameplay, the multiple uh, ability to solve 
puzzles and, and each act in multiple ways. And, and also there's the ways where it alludes to certain events in the neighbor's life, like, for instance, the loss of his wife, the loss of his child. Yeah, and they get into that. They have a did you, did you know there's a novel too about Hello Neighbor? Really? Really? Yeah, and they nice. go into like the character names and, and that background. That's no really cool. Shit. And that's what that there's a new game that just came out. Uh, hi, uh, hide and seek. Hide and seek. Yeah. And that's based that. on what happened to the neighbor's children. Oh wow! So it's, so is it like a sequel, a prequel? Or yeah, what? it's a it's a prequel. But oh, uh, I see. I see. Instead I of see. running away from the neighbor inside the house, you're uh, the little girl. Right yeah. away from your brother and you're yeah. playing hide and seek and there's like these like safari environments and oh i see but like he I ends see. up the whole backstory with the neighbor is that the the son kills the daughter and then the son ends up getting you know kidnapped or buried alive or some yeah, shit right, goes yeah, missing. Yeah. and that's why the neighbor is like a fucking tool that that'll <laughs> that'll be really interesting because there there was a lot of really really sad elements to that story and yeah you could definitely see the undertones in it and uh, but we'll get into that. I don't want to spoil that too much because our indie mini game mini episodes are going to be mostly yeah. spoiler free. I got gotcha. you. Um, I got gotcha. you. So we may have said too much already. No. I mean hide and seek. I don't know if we'll ever do that one. But uh, I got gotcha. you. Hello neighbor. Yeah, that's what that's going to no, be our next episode next no, week. Y'all need to do Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh God. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, you're going to have to and, wa- and watch Matt Pat's uh, all, all the goddamn game theory videos on it. I like game okay. theory, but I the, just the, feel the like 30, Five Nights. The 30 zillion goddamn videos that he made yeah. on it. I feel like Five Nights is just so overhyped, though. Yeah, I mean, that's how it was, you know. It, it just I, it's it got, was cool at first. It's got some interesting lore to it, but then yeah. again, it, I don't know how it's really worth getting into. Yeah. Just, you. just other than the superficial experience of playing the game, yeah, because the gameplay is just so limited. Yeah, I mean they they add stuff as you go along on the other different games, but you know it's it's just so bare bones, like even rudimentary, even. Yeah, I mean there's a reason why it's a popular franchise with kids. Yeah, at, at least before Fortnite became a thing. I I, I like oh, to think yeah. like a lot of the kids that grew up with uh, Five Nights at Freddy's are probably ones playing Fortnite now. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Fortnite. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever do Fortnite. I wouldn't or, do or Fortnite, Minecraft, but uh, that that would that would make y'all look really really dated if you did Fortnite. <laughs> it would pretentious, yeah. <laughs> pretentious. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's there's not be. much gameplay to talk about, really. I mean, there's the save the world mode, but like no one you really want plays a story. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now the uh, the game that you're excited about doing, as far as indie game reviews go, is uh, Subnautica, right? Oh, I'm so excited! I've been playing like Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero. The alpha just came out. Oh, the, you're probably you, like, gonna want to talk testing. about the the first one though, because that's oh, the yeah. full version. Yeah, that's that's the full version. It's completely. I mean, I think they still are adding on to it like right now. Yeah, but wow. they take feedback from players and they just they go with it. It's really cool. It's such a beautiful world, and it's it's awesome. I'm Talk excited. to us about that. What is Subnautica about? Subnautica. It's like you're in in the first one. You're this main. You're this character who's on a ship on Altera is what it's called, and it's the ship that you know crash crash lands on this uh, on this planet that's foreign to you know. But they were trying to get there because they were kind of do some mining or some research. I think it was research, and it, the ship just crash landed. There's only the only survivor was you, you know, and but yeah, it was it's pretty interesting. And you go around the world, you upgrade yourself, and you can go underwater. Like it's it's all an underwater world basically. Yeah. I mean, there's some on land parts, but you're underwater the whole time. And it, you it, have is it is it like a uh, RPG or something like that? Like no, it's an open world. I mean, it's oh okay, it's okay. crazy. It's not even MMORPG. 
Not really. There's actually no fighting in the game. That's what's kind of important. Oh, okay. About it, okay. Is that there's no fighting. There's you're no exploring. weapons. You have the, like a knife you can use to yeah. fend some things off. But you have a survival knife, and that's it. And it's just used to you can defend yourself, and you can like like destroy things. Yeah, they they developed this game. I think after the they made that decision after the the Sandy Hook shooting. Oh, yeah, wow. I see. Yeah, Damn. so Subnautica is really interesting. It's like an open world underwater exploration, and. Uh, I know I researched into it a little bit. That'll be fun. <laughs> what the hell are you ha doing? Having Robert? fun there, Robert? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You look like you're having well, all was, kinds of fun. He's putting know. lotion on his back, but we didn't know where he was putting the lotion. Lotion on the skin. We had no idea what you were doing. Put the lotion on the skin, or else it gets the hose again. Motherfuckers. But um. So have y'all checked out the Resident Evil Two remake? I, have I heard about that. Yeah. I want to play that. Damn, like, we've got so many games to talk about. Uh, Silent okay. Hill and Resident Evil are series we need to get into on the podcast. Silent Hill is the shit, man. Yeah. yeah. I'd be down. Oh, man. Dakota, I need you to start giving me some ideas for season two. I've got some of it written down, you know. Especially, I've got, I got some stuff up to like season five or six, but yeah. I want you to tell me what games you want you want to review. Oh, I've got tons, bro. Tons. Tons of games <laughs> I can think of. And of course, you know, Alone we'll do in the Dark. Do oh, what? Alone in the dark. Alone, Alone in the dark. Oh yeah, that's that's Let's old school one. stuff right there. Alone in the dark. Or uh, what? What, what was it? The seventh guest <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like stuff made for Xbox 360. Or Grim Fandango. You know, we could always yeah. do um, uh, Red Dead Redemption. We are. We're doing RDR two this season. Nice, nice. Cowboys. I, I I've seen that movie. That. In that movie. The I've game. seen that game in action. <laughs> I've seen it in action. What the fuck are you it, on, Bo? It's interesting. Oh, I'm on all kinds of things, bro. I'm on <laughs> PCP right now. Marvel <laughs> Ultimate Alliance. That DMT. DMT. <laughs> oh, Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, that's <laughs> next season. Uh, we're going to do Ultimate Alliance. That's uh, cool. man. I don't want to spoil too much of our uh, the episodes we're doing, but yeah, stay tuned for Hello Neighbor next, and then uh, the, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, followed by, which we're going to do a Let's Play on, of course, Zelda. And then uh, No Man's Sky. We played a little bit of that already. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to do some editing in, uh, tomorrow. Uh, maybe maybe if we have time, try to get into a little bit of No Man's Sky with you while you're playing Zelda. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, for sure. Zelda. Man, but, you know, you guys, it's so hard to find time. Like, movies, you know, I, I can go watch the movie real quick the day before we record, but games, yeah. gotta, you got to put a little bit of time into it. It's It's been yeah, kind of difficult. It's more immersive in many ways. Yeah, I so. feel like games will definitely become at some point, you know, like the dominant form of storytelling. So, oh, yeah. Sure. So when are you guys going to do, like, real retro games? You know, like old school Nintendo games like or whatever. NES, Super oh, NES. Oh, we want to. I mean, like I said, Zelda, uh, Mario, we want to do a lot of those Nintendo classics. And um, Scott Pilgrim, that's a fun retro-style game. Yeah. Oh, the arcade oh, yeah. version? We said yeah. we were going to do Grand Theft Auto. We should oh, talk man. about Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, yeah. Oregon <laughs> fucking Trail. Fuck yeah, they have a handheld version or, of that now. That's crazy. Maybe yeah. get into the Spider-Man games, too. Oh, yeah, those are always oh, fun. Oh, we're doing Spider-Man this, this season finale. Yep. The PS4 games. Batman games, too. They're the thing. Oh, fucking, yep. yeah, Arkham next season, yeah. two. No, 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 no. Batman <laughs> Forever on Genesis. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> impossible game to play it was right or we could do uh sonic like sonic like sonic like sonic like sonic like sonic do you know that your actions have consequences on sonic 2 i still have not beat the second level of that shit like in order to see the other levels in that game i have to use the cheat code i feel you bro that's all good yeah i mean i i have this one of these little one-off multi-game consoles it's all genesis games like 
everything is like remixed all weird like the music's wonky and shit but it's a lot of fun to play yeah oh we could do 64 uh golden eye hell yeah yeah, he has that it's right right down there we're playing that still works oh yeah it still works it's it's fantastic yeah we get on that donkey kong or fuck yes diddy kong racing mario kart or something diddy kart crash bandicoot Guys, yeah, we need I to get love, together and do I some love Crash Bandicoot. Crash oh, Nitro yeah. Kart. Crash Bandicoot. Bring back Crash Bandicoot. That was well, my childhood. We want to do... Uh, that was my childhood. What are you talking <laughs> about? I'm fucking ancient. <laughs> That's how long that shit's been around. Yeah. I remember Since that on the first PlayStation. PlayStation I with uh, Rayman. Remember playing Rayman? Yeah, with Rayman the and... Uh, Tomb Raider games, dude, like all the time. Tomb, Ra- yeah. Tomb Raider, Jumping Flash. First uh, Tony Hawk, we, one. We S- are doing... Sukoden. Sukoden was on there. Yeah, uh, fucking Wild Arms, uh, Final Fantasy VII, classic. Yeah, that's that's almost worth it to buy that stupid so uh, PlayStation Classic bullshit. That and Resident Evil do a re- director's cut. Oh yeah, and Wild Arms. Yeah, and um, what was I gonna say yeah, Tomb Raider, the 2015 right. reboot or 2013 reboot. Mm. That one we're gonna do uh, at the end of the season as a bonus episode. Man, then, y'all uh, should just do the PlayStation one. Yeah, I, I go like all the way, way back they, to the PlayStation. I kind of yeah. like the direction that the new series is going in, though. I, I beat that game. Yeah, in less but than you a week. got you gotta yeah. you gotta go back to the original, man. What's a t- titty titty Laura Croft? The <laughs> triangle titty Angelina Jolie. When she, uh, yeah. she, she I want to do I want to do the Laura Croft Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie as yeah. the, on the cinema yeah. podcast. Yeah, cool. yeah, that would be fun. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, fucking. What else did you mention, Robert? Uh, I know we're going to do Grand Theft Auto probably at some point. I do. I have don't know. Three. I have Vice City, San Andreas. Still yeah. have. Dude, I have a lot of them on my Xbox still. I downloaded five for my uh, Grand Theft Auto five for my fiance. Yeah. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. That's the shit. But, uh, and I started playing a little bit of that. Now, uh, and then the other one, you see, you mentioned Crash Bandicoot. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I think oh, plus, Spyro is Spyro. fun. Plus the Crash Spyro. Remastered, like that bundle. If we, mm-hmm. can, if we have time to is, you know, is there a, re- a remastered Crash Bandicoot? Yeah. Oh, it came fuck, out on I the want... PS4 just a couple of years ago. Oh, dude, I want to yep. play that. It's like a year ago. Yeah. Seriously, bring that shit over. I want to play that. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, I love me some Crash Bandicoot. That's it's some good memories. Crash and Spyro. They both were both of those. Both of those are great Those are great memories right there. Oh, do you remember that game Blinks, Ash? Oh, yeah. Fuck. I remember the Blinks. cat game and the pigs. And I remember Blinks. You remember Blinks? Yeah, I remember that. That was my childhood, too. Yeah. Y'all Time remember, Sweeper. Y'all remember uh, Gex Enter the Gecko? I never played I remember that. That, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting. That was one of those original 3D platformers where you had to get a bunch of collectibles and stuff. Like, you had to collect a bunch of items. Yeah. He was like in a James Bond suit, right? Yeah, Get yeah. And, and and all yeah. the all the levels were these different parodies of movies and TV shows and stuff. Yeah. It, it, it was pretty fun. Well, Conker's bed for a day. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh my that's hilarious. <laughs> that game is fucking awesome. With, with the fucking giant pile of shit that's a yes. boss. Yeah. Oh my the, god, the, it, it's a jokes, straight boss. The sexual humor. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's fucking awesome, dude. When are we going to do that in uh, Goldeneye? Yeah. <laughs> yep. World's not enough. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow never dies, dude. The, I mean, the world of gaming, the world of cinema, these guys, these, guys, these places are huge. Yeah. Ladies oh, yeah. and gentlemen, we're... Uh, all right, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're super excited to share both of those, the world of cinema and the world of gaming with you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and head out of here, and we're going to get some uh, tacos, Woo! some Venetian tacos and some vegan tacos. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to... 
kick off the night and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully get this uh, crank some more shit out for you guys soon. Yeah, That's the plan. So uh, that being said, uh, we are Collateral Gaming. Uh, I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Robert Ortegon. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Stay yeah. tuned for the next few episodes. You later, y'all. Out. Oh dear no! God, no! What happened? Dear no. What? Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators, are used for educational purposes only, and are fair use. Please don't sue us. We're poor.